In a previous podcast, we discussed the human mandible, and during that podcast, I promised to revisit the muscles that do its bidding. The muscles in question are termed the muscles of mastication, with mastication derived from the Latin to chew. So where are they? What do they do exactly? And which nerve rather surprisingly innovates them? Now there are four muscles of mastication that are primarily responsible for chewing and moving your mandible or lower jaw. Two of these muscles are easy to palpate and two are not. Let's take each of them in turn looking out how they function to move the lower jaw. Now firstly, place your hands on your temples, one on each side just lateral to your forehead. Now clench and relax your teeth. That muscle that you can feel contracting here is called the temporalis muscle and you have one on each side of the temporal region of the skull, hence the name. It creates a fan shape on the lateral part of your skull with the fibres of this muscle converging and together passing inferiorly under the arch of your cheekbone, which anatomically we call the zygomatic arch. The temporalis then inserts into the coronoid process of the mandible. You know that spiky part that doesn't articulate with the skull at the jaw joint? That's the bit. Now, coronoid gets its name as it apparently looks like the spike of a crown. Now, what does the temporalis muscle actually do here? Well, think about it. When a muscle contracts, it shortens. And so shortening this muscle elevates the mandible, pulling the lower jaw closer to the skull and clenching the teeth together. This allows you to bite down when eating. It is the principal elevator of the mandible, and in other animals, it's even more impressive, as it's used for greater or a more frequent, vigorous need to bite. Perhaps one of the greatest examples of this is the gorilla. In the gorilla, we find a huge temporalis muscle, which in fact creates a sagittal crest longitudinally along the skull. Go Google gorilla skull, and you'll see the crest I'm talking about. Now, gorillas are sometimes termed the cow of the primate world due to their constant need to chew vegetation, hence the massive temporalis muscles. The second muscle of mastication is termed the masseter muscle for obvious reasons. Place your fingertips on your mandible just anterior and inferior to the pinner of your ear. Here you are overlying the ramus of the mandible. Now, same again, clench and relax your teeth. And what you feel here is the masseter. It runs from the arch of the zygoma, or the cheekbone, which we mentioned earlier, and it inserts into the angle of the mandible, forming one anterior half of a sling of muscle that attaches at this point. It is responsible for elevating the mandible, but additionally, this muscle can be used to protrude your lower jaw and your chin. Now, a bit of a fun fact for you here. Humans are the only animal to have a chin, and nobody knows why. Now, the remaining two muscles share a name, but are not easily felt as the other muscles were, because they are located deep to your mandible. These are the pterygoid muscles, spelt with a silent P, as in the flying dinosaur-like creature, the pterodactyl. Their name translates into wing-shaped, with pteri derived from the Latin for wing, and oid translates to a shape-like. A rhomboid is shaped like a rhombus, but it is not one. So, pterygoid is wing-like. I should clarify, the muscles etymology that is. In case you were wondering what the etymology of pterodactyl is, its name translates into winged fingers or winged hands, which if you look at that fossil creature again, it is a fantastic name for it. Let's look at the pterygoids then. You have two pterygoid muscles on each side, a lateral and a medial pterygoid, so four muscles in total. 
The prefix of medial and lateral describes their relative location to each other. Let's take the medial one first. This muscle can be thought as the internal part of the sling that wraps around the angle of the mandible, or the internal equivalent of the masseter muscle. It originates from the sphenoid bone, and specifically the medial surface of the area of the skull called the lateral pterygoid plate. Medial surface, medial pterygoid. It then inserts into the medial surface of the mandible near the angle again. If both medial pterygoid muscles contract, the mandible bites down or elevates, but also protrudes the mandible. Unilateral contraction will cause the mandible to swing or deviate to one side. This leaves the last one, the lateral pterygoid, which is the hardest to visualise, to be honest. It is a muscle deep to the mandible, but also the smallest muscle of mastication. Its origin is from the lateral surface of the lateral pterygoid, and it inserts into the neck of the mandible at the temporomandibular joint. Its function is to depress and protract the mandible, but to also deviate it again laterally if unilateral contraction occurs. Now, when you chew, all the muscles of mastication work together in a symphony of chomping, crunching and grinding to break up big bits of food into smaller, more palatable bits of food. Finally, let's finish on some innovation. Somewhat weirdly, the muscles of mastication are innervated by a cranial nerve that is often thought of as the major sensory nerve to the face. The nerve in question here is the trigeminal nerve, or cranial nerve 5, and it is specifically the third branch of the trigeminal nerve, the mandibular branch, or V3 as it's often shortened to. This third branch is the only branch of the trigeminal nerve to have a motor function, and it supplies the muscles of mastication and some other muscles which we won't go into here. And that is the chewing muscles, aka the muscles of mastication. To summarise, the four muscles are the temporodonin temporalis muscle, the mandibular bistradlin masseter muscle, and the two deep wing-like medial and lateral pterygoid muscles. They functions to chew, or masticate as it's called, and they are innervated by the third branch of the trigeminal nerve, aka the mandibular branch. Stay well, I will catch you next time on Dissectable Meat.